Line, Chef Cats News Radio WRBA. It is Thursday afternoon. We have finally heard from Stacy Davenport, the Chesterfield County Commonwealth's attorney, and to put it mildly, her comments are they strike me as bizarre. I want you to take a listen to what she said nine o'clock this morning, and this is all she said. Take a listen. As a result of new information related to the case against John Blanchard that was provided to my office less than 48 hours ago, I intend to move the court to appoint a special prosecutor to determine whether this case should now be prosecuted. Due to the repeated public comments and unfounded political attacks levied upon my office by both Chesterfield County Police Chief Jeffrey Katz and Delegate Tim Anderson, I cannot ethically make any decisions on whether or not this new information should impact future prosecutorial decisions in this matter. Because this may once again become a future pending criminal case, I cannot make any further comments on the facts or the circumstances surrounding anything related to this matter. Thank you. Very interesting. Now, let me remind you of the background on this, and then we're going to chat with State Delegate Tim Anderson, who is named by Commonwealth's attorney Davenport there as launching, quote, a political attack. This matter just doesn't smell right to a lot of people. A great sting operation conducted by the incredibly talented detectives of the Chesterfield County Police Department nets 17 guys who, according to the charges, want to come to a a motel somewhere and have sex with someone they know is underage. Now, this ought not be Democrat, Republican, left, right, none of that crap. Anybody want their kids victimized this way? I don't know anybody who does. But there are a couple of these cases that get shaken loose. One with this diminished capacity. Okay, we all understand that. But this case with the the minister out of Virginia Beach, and you've heard the fact pattern, Chief Katz was with us uh, the other day to go through it. It just, there is something bizarre about this. And we have tried over and over and over again to host Ms. Davenport on this program at her convenience. I have been friendly towards her. I was ecstatic when she was elected Commonwealth's attorney four years ago down in Chesterfield because she had to clean up a mess, and I thought for the most part she did. But when you start attacking the cops in Chesterfield County, I'm sorry, you are just completely and totally off base. And she talks about the political attack leveled by State Delegate Tim Anderson. I haven't heard a political attack leveled by him. I've heard him ask a few different questions, and I'm happy to say he's back with us. Tim, thank you for being here. How are you doing? Good to be here. Well, I I guess I'm okay. I'm just uh, incredibly disappointed and even further puzzled by Stacey Davenport's uh, comments and conduct. Yeah, me too, John. Uh, There is a... Uh, there is a problem in, in Chesterfield County, uh, and uh, it, every time she says something, it literally gets worse. Um, and today's behavior from her, um, her, her acting like this is a political attack, to, this is called 
holding your elected leaders responsible, holding them to an accountability standard. Um, I have a very big platform, and I have had the public eye in her office hard on this, and if she doesn't like it, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty easy fix. Either answer the question of why you cut this guy loose or recharge him. Uh, It's one or the other. And she has not been able to do either. Now, today, she's going to step aside. I think that's a good thing um, because there is something wrong in Chesterfield. But what I think is important is her claim of her ethical duties is outright nonsense. It's ridiculous. Here's what has to happen. This is it. You take the evidence you have and whatever else new that's come in, and you present it to a grand jury. That's it. The grand jury sees the evidence, they determine whether there's enough uh, information to issue an indictment. If there is, they issue a true bill. If there isn't, they issue a not true bill. That's all you have to do. There's nothing ethical about this. There's enough evidence there was before. There's enough evidence to send this to a grand jury to have them answer that question. So she's, she's just not telling the truth. She is sitting there acting like she's conflicted because she's getting public criticism. If, if you get public criticism, even sharp public criticism, and that makes you unable to do your job, maybe you shouldn't be doing that job. And that's, uh, uh, I think that's what we're all coming to the conclusion on is that she's just, there's something wrong. And she, um, and, and it's not just this case, there's, there's others, but this case is highlighting um, a deficiency in that office. So, Tim, let me ask you a couple of questions, because you've you've made some uh, very, very interesting points there. Number one, have you heard through your sources about any new evidence that's been presented in the last 48 hours? That's awfully convenient, don't you think, Um, that something new popped up in the last couple days? Um, I mean, I'm suspicious, but... It doesn't matter. Oh, I, it, there was enough evidence to begin with. I mean, I released the case file. I mean, it's clear what he said on the text messages. It's clear that he drove to a hotel where this 17-year-old girl was purportedly at. It's clear that he showed up at the room number that she said she was in. He gets arrested. He has an interview with the police. You know, all of that is there. Um, and, and to say there wasn't enough evidence to move that to a grand jury uh, no one, and I have not, I have talked to no legal person, no person in the law, has said, yeah, she made the right call. She was, you know, she was ethically bound to dismiss the case because uh, there there was overwhelming evidence that this guy was completely innocent of what he's charged with, and that no one says that because it's not true. So uh, I don't know, I don't know, Jeff. There's something. This is terrible for everyone, and you know, this could have been fixed when I started talking about it in November. All she had to do was um, state state the problem uh, and, and address it. And, you know, maybe there is a problem with this case that nobody knows about. But she she hasn't done it. Chief Katz said uh, that's never been done. Um, you know, she's never gone to them and said, this is what you guys messed up on. Don't do this again. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know. I, and if there is new evidence, it can only be more evidence of John Blanchard's culpability here it wouldn't be exculpatory evidence less evidence so um so we'll see we'll see what happens but i don't the answer your question i don't know what it is 
Yeah, you know, Tim. Here you've got. Uh, she she claims, as you point out, that there uh, was some sort of deficiency in the investigation. Uh, my understanding from everybody that I've spoken with is that that portion of the sting was conducted like the sixteen other portions of the sting, and and how many other. I don't know, a hundred other sting operations. It's pretty clear as you read this stuff in black and white what's going on there. But she she never once said, hey, listen, this is why we can't do this. And I, I chatted with Chief Katz, and he said they've asked her, and she's never told them exactly what the deficiency was. So it, to me... Uh, I'm left to just sort of scratch my head and say, okay, if that case isn't deficient, but you've decided for whatever reason, and, and you're you're the attorney, you're the, the the prosecutor. I get it. I've been through through this enough to know that the prosecutor can ultimately say, you know, we're kicking that charge. Oh, that's not going to work. No, we're not doing this. Okay, you chose to null process. That's fine, but you got to own it. And and, and she she hasn't done that. And then this other part today, Tim, uh, as you point out, where she says she now has an ethical duty i'm not an attorney but i i i don't understand where that ethical duty comes in and let me ask you one further thing as i'm uh, presenting my fact pattern to you counselor uh she has been so unbelievably unavailable for this program since this thing broke that uh i'm again i'm puzzled I am a conservative. I am a Republican. I absolutely was thrilled when she won four years ago and she took over the Commonwealth's attorney's office. So I I, I don't think that I've been anything except uh, uh, friendly. I wouldn't even say go so far as to say supportive. So, number one, tell me where the ethical issue is. And number two, when she accuses you and Chief Katz of, quote, political attacks, what the hell is she talking about? I know she's uh, so. So, if the Richmond Times is going to write an article, the title of the article should be "Stacey Davenport's Full of Crap." I mean, that's bottom line. There's prosecutors have an ethical duty if they know that they are prosecuting somebody that is innocent. Um, they are ethically bound to not do that, but they're not ethically bound to not prosecute a weak case. I mean, a case may be weak. Um, but as long as there's probable cause to believe that the defendant engaged in the criminal conduct, they are allowed to move forward. Now, it doesn't mean they have to. I mean, prosecutors can exercise some discretion here and there if, if they think the case is, is not a good case. Mm-hmm. But when we get into the ethics of prosecutorial misconduct, if there's probable cause, um, they're supposed to, you know, there's no ethical duty here that, that it would have to dismiss this case. And so, so her saying that is nuts. The second thing that's that's just bizarre, uh, as you've said and Chief Katz has said, is we are sharply criticizing an elected official. We're allowed to do that as citizens, even if I'm an elected official, even if Chief Katz is a, a police chief. We are allowed to sharply criticize our elected officials. And if she thinks that's something personal to her, it's not. I don't know Stacey Davenport. I'm not saying I want something bad to happen to her or something bad to happen to her family. That's crazy. That that would be personal attacks. I am sharply criticizing her decisions because she doesn't have good answers. And if she thinks that is a political attack, um, she's she's just she just doesn't understand the words she's saying. Um, one of the people on my social media said, 
You mispronounced accountability. And, and I think that's really what this is about. She is not, she is being held accountable. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like being in the public eye. She doesn't like being in a feud with me. And, um, and she's just reacting in illogical ways. I mean, just last week she said, we did everything right. We're not going to move forward. And now this week later, she now is, you know, reversing course and giving a special prosecutor. She should have given this case to a special prosecutor in November when I released the criminal file, because that's, that would have been the right thing to do and let somebody else make it, you know, double check that the eyes are right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, she did it. And, and, you know, still to this day, she wants to attack me. Fine. I'm used to that. She wants to attack chief cats. Fine. He's used to that. Um, But how about why don't the next time you open your mouth? And I think she's coming on John Reed tomorrow morning from what I heard. The next time you open your mouth, answer the question, why did you null prosecute the case? And don't just say lack of evidence. What was the real problem here? Tell the truth for once. Um, Or you know what? The last thing is, is people say, well, how do you hold a Commonwealth attorney accountable? You hold them accountable at the voting booths. And she's up for election this year. And I am super motivated to make sure she does not um, uh, get reelected in the posture that she is acting in. She does not deserve to be the prosecutor anywhere. You know, Tim, I have to ask you as an attorney now, and and I'm far over time. I'm in all sorts of trouble, so I'm just going to keep going here. Uh, As an attorney, (laughs) you know, what are you going to do? I will beg forgiveness in a couple of minutes. But uh, as an attorney, when she said at the end of her 60 or 90 second uh, press conference where she took no questions, uh, she said, well, that's it. And, you know, because I am asking for the special uh, prosecutor now, I I can't say anything else. And I wonder... uh, she, as I said, she was unbelievably unavailable for this program anytime because we said anytime you want, any day of the week, any any hour in the day, we would make it work, work for you. Now she claims she's going to come on with John tomorrow at 835, and, and I hope she does because I'm going to be listening. But I wonder, I mean too. is she just going to say, well, you know, John, now that I've asked for a special prosecutor, nothing I can say. So, you know, how, how about them uh, nationals? I mean, what, what is she going to say? Uh, you know, I'm 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 dying to know myself. I'll be tuning in. That's for sure. I mean, we have we have legislative work here, but I'm going to have an earbud in my ear uh, tuning into what what she says tomorrow morning because I I, I would like to know. And you know, like I, I said this to one of the reporters today. I said once a prosecutor puts this case in front of a grand jury, and if they if the grand jury says there's no case, I'm done. If the grand jury says it's the case, treat it like a normal case. Put them through the process. Do what you do as a prosecutor. When this case resolves at the hands of a judge or jury, I'm done. I don't have any personal vendetta to John Blanchard or Stacey Davenport. I just want to make sure that this case isn't treated favorably or special because this guy is a mega church pastor in Virginia Beach um, and has close ties to a lot of Republicans. I mean, it stinks. Mm, yeah. um, I just I, mean, I can't stand it. Cannot stand this perception of corruption. I'm not saying there is. I don't know. But she's not answered the question. And if you if you continue to stay silent, all you can do is start coming up with bad conclusions. And that's where I am right now until she says otherwise. Tim, I appreciate you being here, man. We'll we'll check in again. I'd love to uh, take your temperature after you uh, you hear what she has to say if she shows up and, and offers anything other than a, a no comment uh, tomorrow morning. Tim, I always appreciate you being available for us. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. That is uh, State Delegate Tim Anderson.
I, I don't know why you pick a fight like this. I just don't get it. Uh, we'll talk more about it as we head through the uh, the next couple of moments. And, and you heard me mention 835 tomorrow. John Reed, is Stacey Davenport going to show up? Well, question number one, I would ask my friend John. You know, I don't have anything on him. I like no blackmail. But I'm telling you, John, you need to ask her, hey, how come you were completely and totally unavailable for what? The better part of two weeks as Jeff Katz was asking you to come on and talk about this? This is craziness. It's 520. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA.